0: Hello everyone, Chaplain Philip with you again. Have you ever noticed how sometimes the things that bring us the most pleasure, the greatest happiness, are not the big things but the little things? Sometimes the little things are far more important than the big things. When I go for an ice cream sundae, it has to have hot chocolate, not hot fudge. It has to have whipped cream and a cherry on top. Now that's an ice cream sundae. And if pistachio ice cream is available, then my ice cream sundae is to die for. My lovely bride is not content with her ice cream sundae unless it has real Spanish peanuts. Regular peanuts just won't do. I agree with her position. Try substituting salt for sugar in a homemade apple pie. And note the reaction from your family. Yes, it's true. As they say, the devil's in the details. Jesus took note of the little things when he lived among us. In in Mark chapter 12, verses 41 to 44, this is what it says. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. It's easy to think that our gifts, our talents, our accomplishments, even the longings of our hearts are not all that important. Jesus begs to differ with you. He's always looking deeper looking at the motives of the hearts. A little talent in his hands is a priceless gift. Think of the miracles Jesus performed with just a little bit. He took five loaves and two fishes and fed a multitude. The woman who had a blood disease causing her great suffering for 12 years pressed pressed close to Jesus as he was traveling, hoping that if she touched his clothes that she would be healed. She touched him, and she was. And Jesus noticed. He made a a big deal out of that little touch, commending her for her faith, praising her publicly for the opportunity she had afforded him to work a miracle and show his love for her as well as for all of us. When Elijah was staying with the widow at Zarephath, the bottle of oil and the small measure of meal never ran out. Never underestimate the importance of little things. While I was in college, I had the privilege of pastoring a small church. It was part of our curriculum. The senior pastor was a brave man to entrust that little congregation to an aspiring theology major like me. He continued to pastor the larger church while, I, while mentoring me as I cared for the 40 members of the smaller church. I preached every Sabbath and visited the, the members after classes ended each Friday. I absolutely loved the experience. I felt truly blessed and humbled to have that opportunity. One day I got it into my head that I was going to tackle the hardest theological subject possible with my little congregation. I decided to preach on the following subject. If God is a God of love, why is there so much pain and suffering in the world? This subject has stumped theologians for centuries. But being young and naive, I tackled the problem with study, prayer, and enthusiasm. I wanted to end my discussion by creating trust and hope in the wonderful God we serve. When I was ready, I preached with earnestness and passion, feeling like God had given me insight and just the right words to share. At the end of the service, I prayed that God would use my humble efforts to make a difference in someone's life as a result of the sermon I had shared with them. My life was very busy, and the prayer I had prayed over that sermon got crowded out of my mind. Several months later, a fellow student who attended my little church regularly came up to me and engaged me in conversation. She had a happy smile on her face and said she had something wonderful to share with me. Here's what she told me Pastor Phil, I've enjoyed attending the church where you preach every week, and I've tried many times to talk my boyfriend into attending with me. He's had an excuse every week. But finally, he agreed, agreed to come with me on the week you preached about how can God be a loving God if there is so much pain and suffering in the world. She continued, Let me tell you a little bit about his situation. When he was younger, his grandmother got very sick. She was like a second mother to him, and he adored her. He prayed to God that she would get better, but she didn't. She died. He's been angry at God ever since. So he came into church that week, and listened intently to what you had to say. When the service was over, after we had cleared the church steps, he picked me up and twirled me around, telling me I can believe in God again. He's changed his major and has decided to become a pastor. All because of that sermon you preached, the same day I dragged him to your little church, kicking and screaming. Thank you for giving him hope and an explanation. I just thought you should know. In the grand scheme of things, my little sermon that day was just a little thing. I take no credit for what happened, because it was completely orchestrated by God. He gave me the insights, He gave me the words to say, and He gave me the opportunity to say them. He used me as an instrument in His hands. But oh, the joy I feel whenever I think about what happened that day. God used my five loaves and two fishes to make a complete transformation in someone else's life. And I didn't even know it was happening while it was happening. Isn't that just like God when he steps into the mix? So, my friends, don't discount the little things, the little opportunities, the word or two dropped here and there. You may be surprised when you get to heaven with how big a difference your little things made in the lives of others because you placed them in God's hands. There's a praise song that shares this same message. Listen to it when you have opportunity. It's by Stephen Curtis Chapman, and it's called Do Everything. And as always, may God bless you today. Until next time, I'm Chaplain Philip.